what's up? I'm your host, Gabby Reed. Thanks for tuning into an episode of Good Gabs with Gabby Reed, an interview series where it's all about good news and getting good advice from this generation's leading entrepreneurs, media entertainment and sports professionals, and community activists. So let's sit back, relax, and have a good gab. First things first, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast and just having this conversation with me. Thank you. Um, Absolutely. You're welcome. Thank you for considering me. You were definitely top of mind when I started thinking about beauty business owners and just thinking about like what my audience would be interested in. I really feel like the esthetician business, the spa business, the beauty cosmetics cosmetics business is really like taking off. And I don't know. I just like people want to know. So without further ado, Katira Price, esthetician, lash tech, beauty business owner of Bell X Couture Beauty and its many entities. Can you just tell us about how you got started in the beauty business? Absolutely. So it definitely started back in, I want to say roughly 2017. At the time I was at yeah, at the time I was working kind of in my career field when I graduated high school, I also graduated with a diploma in computer science. So I was working at a software company and then I decided I was like, I'm really into hair extensions. Like I, I want to start a hair business. I want to make wigs. I want to sell, you know, 3D strip lashes. So I started doing the research, started, you know, seeing what best vendors were out there, the quality, the pricing, things along those lines. And I took a break from it briefly and decided I kind of wanted to get into lash extensions. I saw it was very popular on Instagram. I saw a lot of people, you know, hashtagging it and decided to see what that was about. So I reached out to this lady on Instagram. I DM'd her. She told me about all her pricing. And I was like, okay, I can definitely set some money aside. It was about $1,000, give or take. And, you know, to get certified to lash extensions. And at the time, my business name was actually Embellished Textures. And it switched over to Bellex Couture Beauty Lashes because, you know, I was doing the lash extensions. Uh, Fast forward mid-2018, I found out in the state of Michigan, you have to be a licensed esthetician or cosmetologist to do lash extensions. And that was not explained to me prior to me paying for the certification. So my business kind of took a little mini break while I decided if I wanted to go to hair school or if I wanted to go to... um, I guess it would still be considered beauty school, but aesthetics falls under cosmetology as well. So um, I decided, okay, if I go to hair school, you know, that'll help the hair portion of the business. It will also allow me to do lash extensions. So I enrolled at Palmetto. I was there for maybe a little under nine months when I decided, okay, my passion is not hair, though I love making wigs, cutting and coloring. Skincare is my jam. Like skincare is for me. <laughs> so um, it took a while for me to even get into school to become an esthetician just with, you know, life throwing you many, many moral blocks. As soon as you get over one, here comes another. But the um, pandemic allowed me to 
go to school full time last year with me being laid off. And I was able to really not only invest in my education with, you know, becoming an esthetician, but also it allowed me to invest in all avenues of Bellex Couture Beauty. So I was able to start getting back into the hair portion of things. I was able to find a cosmetics vendor. I was able to sample things. I was able to find vendors overseas. And I was able to really invest in my craft. And so now fast forward to 2021, you know, I've graduated, I'm taking my state boards in a few months and my business is doing very well. Now I do have, I'm sorry, I have added in some other avenues under different business names, but February of this year, my businesses allowed me to become self-employed. So um, it's June now. So I've been self-employed a little over four and a half, five months. So you no longer punch the clock for the man at all? No, ma'am. I make my schedule. I set aside what I'm doing clients, when I'm doing inventory, when I'm shipping orders. I structure my day 100%. Wow, Katira. I feel like I had no idea that you've been self-self-employed. I still thought that you were splitting up business with the nine to five, that is amazing. That's such a that's such an accomplishment, especially as someone yes. who is gearing towards entrepreneurship myself. I commend you. I applaud you. So quickly, I really wanted to take this year to really, you know, build up my spa business, you know, get, you know, rotating clients and lots of advertising. But um, unfortunately, I was fired in February when I was splitting my time between um, being underemployed so you know still being able to collect unemployment and be in school and once I graduated and I was ready to kind of hit back into going to work full-time so I could save money unfortunately due to some miscommunications between my doctors myself and HR they let me go so that was kind of like okay a blessing in disguise it was a push in the right direction. Yes. Sometimes God just has to like push us out, out of the nest yes. and make us fly. For real, for real. Yes, and I was honestly, I was like, I'm not ready to be pushed in this direction. But it's like, here we are, you know, either get it together or fall behind. And I got it together really quickly. Great. Obviously, the beauty industry is very vast. There's so many girls on YouTube, on Instagram that I see who are killing it in the beauty business. Who inspires you right now? Right now, I would say for sure, everybody knows um, Maria. I think I think Maria, Maria, the moon cosmetics woman. Whether it be good things or bad things that you're hearing about it. When I first stumbled upon her and her skincare business and she doesn't really do cosmetics and she you know she made that a million dollars I'm just like wow like even though you know her business has been established for some years now she you know she had her breakthrough and that just gave me the inspiration to keep going because I always always try not to compare my chapter two to someone's chapter 22 you know we all have to get it out the mud so when I saw she made her million dollars, you know, this is like her fourth or fifth year in business that just really, you know, inspired me to keep going because entrepreneurship is not busy, whether you're an entrepreneur part time or full time, being a business owner is not easy. It has a lot 
of ups and downs, let me tell you, but you have to stick to it. And when you're down, you just have to remember it's just for a temporary moment. I also would say, um, excuse me, when it comes to the like, cosmetics portion, I haven't really found someone that's truly inspired me to say like, oh, for sure her, but circling back to the spa business, um, a business friend of mine, Kelly, I know that you're familiar with her as well. I've met her many, many years ago. I want to say, actually, she was really the one that gave me the push to become a, a lash tech, to do lash extensions. I We were in a lash group and I just slid in her DMs and asked her a bunch of questions and since then, I have seen her grow tremendously for not even just doing lashes, becoming an esthetician and having this booming beauty empire in downtown Atlanta is, is so inspiring to me. Even what she's doing now, I would love to meet her in person and pay her fees to talk to her. But those two people are those in my head, honchos, at the top of my list. What are some goals for 2022 in terms of your business, products? Are you opening a storefront? Are you opening a suite? What's next for BXCB? So I'm definitely in 2022. I definitely want to get a suite and a storefront, but I think more likely I would maybe probably get a building that way I could kind of have everything under one instead of having multiple places all over the city but definitely retail location and a suite for the spa though right now I am you know, doing almost everything from home my business is running me out of my apartment <laughs> so uh, the list for 2022 is definitely retail locations expanding product lines hopefully maybe even hiring some part-time contractors to help me out I definitely and praying and meditating for not just growth financially to really invest in my business, but to keep me grounded and on the right path so that I can receive the blessings that are meant for me and ensure that I'm sticking to it. I um, really want to, I don't want to say I want to be famous, but I definitely would like to make a name, not just for myself, but my brand. When you see BXCB, you, you not only think of all of my businesses, but you also think like, hey, that's Katira. You know, she started off small and look at her now over the years. That's the main goal for me. I want to be well known, but not just because of my name, but because of my customer service, because of the quality of my services and my products. Amen. Dating as an entrepreneur, how is that for you? Do you believe that, you know, you should only date entrepreneurs as an entrepreneur, or are you just looking for a particular type of man or person, if you will? I would say dating as an entrepreneur can be a struggle in a sense that if you're meeting a significant other, whether it be male or female, whatever your cup of tea is, they not only have to understand that, yes, you are in business for yourself and you are more than likely the sole operator starting out, that it is very time consuming. And then you have to understand that because I'm the only one, <laughs> I can't just drop everything I'm doing to 
do what you want to do on a short span of notice, if you understand what I mean. Yeah. So I would say I know there's a lot of yay and nay of entrepreneurs, the only dating entrepreneurs, but I would never want to put myself in such a small box to, to limit my choices in men to be, oh, well, I'm a business owner. You have to be a business owner. Like, no, because there are a lot of successful corporate nine to five men out here that are CEOs of other companies making a bag. You just have to really know what you want from yourself and what you want in a man and make sure that you guys are on the same page when it comes to the wants and needs that you both need. I think that's a smart way of looking at it. I think for me too, just like what you said, it's really more about finding a a match, someone who's Mm -hmm. a match for you, who can help level you up, who you can help level them up. It's it's like a congruent, equal, balanced type of relationship. Absolutely. You definitely have to understand that because I am a business owner, I make my own schedule. You know, I, you know, essentially control my day. That doesn't necessarily mean that I have to stop what I'm doing. I've dated men who didn't understand that concept. And it kind of definitely had me in my feelings for a while. And I realized that I cannot let a man come in and stop everything that I'm doing because they feel some type of way about what I'm doing. You know what I mean? I definitely understand. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you, sis, all the way. Where do you see your business a year from now? What are your yearly goals? For sure, I definitely see uh, Bellex Couture Beauty, the skincare and cosmetics portion of my business. I definitely see myself in a retail, retail location Excuse me. And I definitely want to be established to where I can have employees. I'm not saying I need to, you know, make my million dollars next year, but I definitely want to see exponential growth and the business that I'm bringing in for Bella Couture Beauty, as well as being able to really market myself the way I want to. Being a business owner and also being your social media manager can be tough. It definitely can be tough, but I definitely want to see everything just blossom. (laughs) When it comes to the spa portion of my business, I definitely, I definitely want the suite, but I honestly would really want to also add other avenues to the spa business. Like right now I'm doing lash extensions, facials, a little bit of waxing. But I definitely have aspirations to become a laser technician as well. So I can offer laser hair removal. Um, I already kind of started setting up a budget plan to save money for that. I also would like to offer non-invasive cosmetic procedures. So, you know, like lip fillers, you know, body contouring, sculpting as well. Um, That's also on my list for 2022 to, to get the certifications in those to really expand my service menu. Yes. Diversify that portfolio. That's what we're all about. Okay. (laughs) So before we end our little conversation, advice for any new business owners, especially in your particular 
area of expertise in the beauty business? What would you tell them to do within the first six months of getting ready to start their business? Because people don't know preparation is key. Preparation is so important. A lot of people just want to hop online, say, oh, I'm starting a business. This is the business name. This is the business card. This is the website. And vendor lists are huge in the beauty industry. And I, for one, am a person that always says, do your own research. Just because person A is making bags off of this particular vendor and they're selling their vendor, that does not necessarily mean that you're also going to make a bag off of that particular vendor. It's all about your brand story. Your branding story is so important. Your brand is so much more than colors, a name, and a website. Your brand needs to tell your story, your business story. So doing the proper research on the type of products you want to sell, the type of clients you want to attract, because everybody is not your client. Everybody is not your target client or audience. You have to do the proper research. You should know everything about your target client. You should know how much money they make in a year, where they spend their free time, do they take vacations, do they have disposable income. You have to really thoroughly do the proper research so you can set yourself up to success. A lot of businesses, they just want to jump into it because they see everybody else doing it. And then they wonder why they're not getting sales. They're not getting booked for the services that they're advertising on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's because you're trying to be like everybody else. You need to create your brand story and what sets you apart from everybody else. Why should I shop at your store instead of this person's store? What makes your products better? That is very important starting out. You get all of that situated, you advertise, you market yourself the way you're supposed to, give yourself another six months in and you'll start to see the exponential growth. But when you start off, everywhere and not having a business plan you're not going to be successful and you want to give up and you can't give up giving up is easy when you are a business owner and you are passionate about what you are doing you have to ride through the roller coasters the ups and downs the twists the turns one day you can make a thousand dollars and the next day you didn't make anything but you have to remember you're a business owner. You're going to have slow days. You're going to have quick days. As long as you are meeting your quarterly goals, not just monthly or daily or weekly, but quarterly goals, you're okay. You just got to keep going. You got to figure out, okay, well, I didn't meet my goal last quarter. What did I do wrong? And what can I do now to set myself up for season six, six next quarter? Take a look at it. That would be my advice <laughs> starting out. Well said, very well said. Well, thank you so very much for spending time with me, taking time out of your day to speak with me on my podcast. Have a great Absolutely. one. Yes. Thank you so much for the interview and considering me. I hope that I could hear more people come on and continue to see where you go with the podcast, Gabby. I'm taking it a lot of places. I'm very excited for its growth and just what I'm doing business-wise. But again, we'll talk, girl. We're going to talk. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. This episode has been brought to you by Anchor. And I hope you enjoyed hearing me speak with Katira Price about the origins of her business 
And this concludes the first season of Good Gads with Gabby Reed. Thank you for listening in. 